You're listening to The Morning Drive with Kurt and Anthony on FM 96.3 and AM 620. WVMT. I met a devil woman and then I married her. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> My wife hopefully is not listening right now. Yes. We are back on The Morning Drive, everybody. Welcome back on this Thursday morning. And we are excited, as always, to have the man, the myth, the legend, Charlie Papillo. Man, don't set the bar too high. (laughs) I kind of like you are though. I kind of like the Biden thing. You know, if we don't set the bar too high, it's like we did a pretty good job. Oh yeah, I know the bar set pretty low there. The bar set pretty low. (laughs) I don't know if you did. You see John Stewart, the comedy routine that he did uh, with Biden? No, I didn't. No, no. John Stewart, you got to watch it sometime. John Stewart said he's back. Yes, yeah, he's yeah, back, yeah, and he got yeah. flack from Democrats because he because he did comedy on both Trump and Biden. Well, that's the way you're supposed to do it, you exactly. know. Exactly, yeah. that's the way it used to be done by your hero Johnny Carson. Exactly, exactly. You know, now Bill Maher is doing it too. You know, I love it. All these voices from the left are fi- they're finally getting some common sense, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. Speaking John- of speaking of common sense, we need some common sense in Montpelier. We need Kurt Wright in Montpelier. <laughs> Come on, no, you know what? We need Charlie Papillo. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. No, please, yeah. please. But late, wait a minute. We haven't oh. even mentioned that with you. With you. I'm sitting yes. here. We talked about Charlie Papillo. Madam Pam, Chair. Pam, wait, I got to get the name right. Pam Loranger? Loranger. 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 I think you got to go with the old maiden name, Carr. Yeah, Carr, K-A-R-R. Lone Ranger. You know, it's funny because, uh, you know, the, the first time that I met Pam, she was a guest uh, with Charlie and Ernie. And uh, Ernie and I didn't get the name right either. And the way she explained it was Lone Ranger. Without Long the N E. Yes. Okay. Loringer. So, yeah. Loringer. You know, Loringer. yesterday when I heard uh oh, heard when I heard Anthony doing the promo and uh, you know it's uh, Pam Loranger. <laughs> <laughs> now Pam, am, you well, you yeah. are the chair of the Colchester Select Board. That's right? correct. That's so correct. Uh, does that mean you're Charlie's boss? Uh, oh no. I, I would never <laughs> presume to boss Charlie. He's got a mind of Nobody his own. Nobody can boss Charlie. <laughs> um now, before we get into some issues in Colchester and election issues and all of that stuff, I just want to spend a minute, though, talking about um, the guy that we all love, Dick Mazza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, of yeah. course, Pam, you actually also work at Mazza's General Store. Uh, and we all know now, it's public, it was in VT Digger last week, that Senator Mazza is battling uh, pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Uh, but it was great to see him back in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can you just both talk about Dick a little bit? Uh, we every, everybody loves Dick Mazza. He's such a treasure in the Senate and in the store, and and I mean, just a a, a treasure. Yep. Well, you know, Dick was like the fifth Beatle. I mean, when when Ernie and I were on the air along with Lisa Nagel, um, Dick would come in unannounced, uh, oh, yeah. and I know that he still does. Uh, it was a lot easier back then when we when we awesome. were on Ernie Farrar Drive, and he'd be on the way to Montpelier. And he'd stop in with a bag of scones or some sandwiches or cookies or whatever. And that whole relationship developed then uh, with, with Dick coming in. And he, he became, uh, you know, a good a personal friend of mine as well. Um, he's a treasure to Colchester. I mean, and, you know, Pam can talk a little bit about how um, we named a road after him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that easy. You know, you would think something like that would be easy. But, and I get it. You know, we wanted to change the name of Mallets Bay Ave. And there was some... There was some pushback, which there were some reasons why, and we didn't really, you know, as a select board, I'll admit, we didn't think about that, about people having to change, uh, uh, you know, addresses on their checking accounts, and and especially with farms, they have to fill out a lot of paperwork with the USDA, and they would have to change all the address and everything, so 
well, we, we found our way around that and just decided, well, you know, the Colchester Rec Center has a road that hasn't been named, and let's just do it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's absolutely right. Um, so in uh, November in November of 2022, I had the opportunity to listen to um, Senator Mazza speak to the Colchester Historical Society, and he was talking about the history of the store. And as it turned out, shortly thereafter, I was thinking about a part-time job. I said, heck, I'll go, uh, I'll go ask the senator. And I said, this could be your worst day or your best day. Would you consider hiring me? And, and I'm, I work there as a cashier. And I'm so glad because the, getting to know the man on a, on a different level than as we see him as our great senator for Colchester and Grand Isle, he is also um, um, such a tremendous human being to know on, on, on that personal level. He's, he is truly a son of Colchester. He is our advocate. He is our friend. He is the ultimate listener. He is um, so accessible. And as we all know, his heart is as, as big as, as you can imagine. And he um, does things on so many, many levels that the average, because he doesn't toot his own horn, right? He does so many things that go right. unnoticed. And yet he's always there. He's always available. And he's stalwart. And um, he did. He was um, helpful to us on the recreation center when we um, needed to navigate some issues there. So um, you just can't say enough about the man. I mean, he is Mr. Colchester and a treasure to Colchester, but really to the whole state. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he is to the so, legislature. so valuable in the Absolutely. legislature. His voice has been oh, yeah. so important for so long. I mean, I referred to him as the conscience of the Senate. Yeah. Uh, he is just a pillar of, of uh, ethical behavior and conscience and... Uh, so you know what's interesting about him is that no matter who the governor was, and even now you know Republican Democrat didn't matter, he got along with all of mm-hmm. them. He knows how to work with every party. I, I've I've often known him as the peacemaker, you know, and you could certainly you know attest to it being in the legislature when things would happen, and you know Dick would call both parties into the office and. They'd have a little discussion, and and everyone would come out, and we've solved the problem. And he has been a point person for each governor. There's a great picture in VT Digger of him from a few years ago with uh, Governor Howard Dean, Mm -hmm. Governor Peter Shumlin, Governor Jim Douglas, and, of course, his really good friend, Governor Phil Scott. Exactly. Uh, He has provided such great counsel to each governor and so valuable, so we hope he keeps going. And, of course... Uh, you know, he was on your show even more because it was right down the street. Right. But we, we've we loved the fact, and I told Dick from the get-go, Dick, you have an open invitation. Pop in here. I don't care if there's guests or whatever. You want to pop in? And he did. And I know. we loved it. Yeah. And, he, yeah. and, of course, I love that he loves roasting me, <laughs> as he, and he loves to do. Great sense of humor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He oh, loves he... coming in roasting me. He'd hear I was on a little sugar diet, and he'd bring in some healthy food that he, I, I didn't eat because it's healthy. Speaking of the sugar diet, because, uh, <laughs> and, and by the way, a oh, oh, uh, five-year anniversary coming up yeah. for Kurt Wright, and I, I thought that this was the longest job he's ever held, but he, but he pointed out I was gonna Carrie's say, quick stop is long. I was going to say on the air, actually. I said, Charlie says longest job, like it's kind of an insult. I, said, I was at the store for almost 30 years. I was in the legislature for 18 years, and I was on the council for either 16 or 18 years. Yeah. No, that is not me as to have short jobs. <laughs> Although I had a couple that were unsuccessful yeah. that were short. Well, we won't bring those up. But, I, oh, but, I will. But, I, was a, but, I was a car salesman. It lasted for about four months. <laughs> well, well, anyway, you know, certainly, you know, in this uh, in this business that we have here, uh, and, you know, with the graft rules that, we, that I, Ernie and I instituted many, many years ago, mm-hmm. you get the freshman five, uh, and then you have to sort of take the weight off. So 
Uh, I brought in some healthy <laughs> snacks today. Oh, I was wondering where and the craft was. And I got to tell you, you know, this is this is my new snack. Oh, I a... love these Belvita crunchies, and I'm not, and I'm not a paid spokesperson for them. You really do. But <laughs> but by but by the way, if uh, you know, if the Cookie Man John is still a listener here on uh, WVMT, John, you should drop some of these off to the to the guys here at uh, WVMT, the morning show. Belvita crunchies. Only 230 calories. They'll satisfy your sweet tooth, Kurt. There's one for you. Anthony, there's one for you. So this is in lieu of a box full of of, of donuts, of sugar donuts. Yes, absolutely. You did me a a favor, actually. That's I. Many times I have that for breakfast. That's what I have for breakfast. Let's go. That's great. Let's go to the phones. Okay, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Folks, um, I agree with the sentiments about Digmaza, but I'm reminded of a Monty Python bit. I'm not dead yet. He's, I think he's still very much alive, and you guys have him sound like he's... Uh, no, we don't mean this. Not at all. No, 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 not no. at all. No, we're, we're just saying how important and great he's been, yeah. and we yeah. we know that he's still there, and right. he's uh, he's not saying he's leaving, that he's made no, clear he's no, not no, saying no, he's leaving. No, 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 And he didn't even rule out that whether he's going to run for re-election or not. Yeah. So, yeah. no, we don't want to And if anything, I would say that we, we need more people like... Dick Mazza Absolutely. in the legislature. I don't know, you know, where you guys. Well, obviously, we're here to talk about Colchester, but uh, you know, listening to your conversation about the property tax uh, snafu in in Montpelier, and you Ugh. know what's interesting? I mean, it's been five years since I've left WVMT, and I was here for twenty years before that. And what's changed? I mean, still talking about the the property tax issue uh, in Vermont. Uh, specifically with education, you know, you bring up the NEA, you know, all the points that I used to bring up all the time, well, yeah, that ain't going to move because the NEA is not going to allow it. And yet, here we are, you go, uh, you know, we have 20,000 less students than we did 10 years ago, and the, you know, the, the algorithm's not there, you know, the the increases don't go along with the decreases, and yet, uh, we continue to look at them, and you know, you know, Phil Baruth is saying, well, we need some something groundbreaking. Groundbreaking is it's pretty simple. You need to reduce spending. It's as simple as that. Anybody that does a budget at home goes, we don't have enough money coming in. But what does the state do? They go, well, we need to raise money elsewhere. We need a tax elsewhere. More no. taxes. <laughs> More taxes. You need to reduce spending. And you want to talk about something groundbreaking. Uh, you know, what What drives taxes, number one, in, or what drives the the budget in your home it's typically it's health care right yeah well what is the state doing about health care by the way i'm not running for anything uh, <laughs> other than select board i thought sure you were Charlie. <laughs> no, but what's the state doing about health care why don't they do something about bringing the cost of health care down you know how many millions of dollars we could save if they did that all you do is you negotiate well, who, ne- they, who negotiates well, well, with the health care providers? Well, they, well, the governor changed that with the legislature a while back, that the state would negotiate. And so far, it has not resulted in the savings we might hope for. Well, they need a better negotiator. Well, Come it's, on, it's, get in there. And, I have to, with all due respect, it's easier said than done. Even no. Though I, even, I, no, even though I agree with you. You want to know something? You know, talk with our town manager. We negotiate every year, yeah. right, Pam? That's right. We we've kept we've kept that we don't you know when we get the bill we don't go okay we'll pay it we we negotiate. Oh, I understand, but uh, you are facing you're facing a powerful NEA in the state of Vermont, and that's why I've been there and seen it. I've just told the story about when I was in committee and they came in and said, and let's be honest, I mean that the majority party. Uh, gets a lot of contributions from the NEA. No so kidding. we'll see. They're talking big talk right now. Yeah. 
But I'm going to have to say right now, I predict that you don't see anything big that come out comes out for that very reason. Yeah, I'm wondering who Randy Brock was uh, referring to when he said Mo, uh, Curley, Mo Curley and Larry. And Larry. <laughs> was it the Three Stooges or somebody in the, <laughs> in the Senate? <laughs> you can make up yeah, your yeah, own mind. Make up your own story You can make there. up your own mind on that, folks. <laughs> well, I will say one thing, Charlie, and you may you may find this in your time here. One of the common themes we've had lately, uh, particularly from people like Jim Douglas, yeah. Governor Phil Scott, yesterday. We need better people running for office. We need to find people Charlie. who are engaged, like you. Don't look at me. Okay, but look, I'm, look using, I'm, using the, I'm using the Jim Douglas. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Debbie will kill me. Dorothy will kill him. And Debbie will kill me. But, but we collectively we talk we have to, her? to ask. <laughs> no. <laughs> ask people you think that would be good to to step up. It's it, it really is that. It's it's a call to people to get engaged. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. You know, I came into this conversation late. I, I hear you heaping accolades on a state senator, and I said, my God, they're not talking about Phil Baruth, are they? <laughs> <laughs> I just well, what, what, saying, I, what I, I want to talk about is, I know we got big problems in this state, <laughs> but there's one issue that I want to talk about for a moment, and that is Governor Scott trying to close, now, Anthony, you might have an interest in this one, trying to close the Salisbury Fish Culture Station, yep. yeah. something that returns $23 in tourism for every dollar spent. Yeah. I know, what is it? Why, why, why do this? I mean, it's, there's so little that some of us get out of the state, and, you know, fishing is one of them. Yeah, and that's where all the um, trout are raised. They can't yes. come up with a few bucks to keep that facility open. It's just outrageous. Well, there's $20 million for rural bike paths in the new transportation uh, bill that just passed. Maybe they could yeah, find Yeah, I mean, they a, got a million millions for climate run, change and, you know, drug normalization sites in Burlington and you name it, but they can't come up with six hundred grand to keep a fish culture station open that, that returns $23 in tourism for every dollar spent. That is the reality of my Charlie, what do you say? What do you say? Seems like, uh, you know, really an, e- an think, easy fix. I think both you guys. Seems the, like the, an easy fix. I caller, mean, it, it makes sense. You're absolutely you're right, caller. It brings in do more it. money, and it's not do a lot it. of money. I, yeah, I don't get I mean, it. there's a lot of things like that. You know, And, the, the, the and we already took an increase to the fishing license fee to keep it open the last time it was a target of the governor. Yeah. But he just he's just intent on closing that facility and i don't know why i don't get we'll, yeah. we'll have to next time we have him on we'll ask him thanks for calling maybe, this maybe put a racetrack around it then he'll <laughs> want to keep it open well sometimes that strip on route 53 is a racetrack people drive too fast good grief <laughs> thanks for calling <laughs> oh let's go to the next line why not we're lighting them up good morning you're live on the morning drive Hey, Charlie, why not step up to the state level because yeah. you're good enough, you're smart enough, <laughs> and, and doggone it, people kind of like you. <laughs> Charlie, it'd be a slam dunk for you to win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the old clip that Ernie and I played every morning, that was uh, Stuart Smalley. Yeah. 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 Yep, I uh, we're gonna do a, have a great show today because yes. dog, <laughs> good played, enough, we're smart enough. Played by Al Franken. Al Franken, yeah, yes. I have to senator from Minnesota. Yeah, not one of my favorite senators. Me either. <laughs> we uh, we play, uh, but a good comedian, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we 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 play these clips now uh, from Channel Three of, of what's going on, uh, you yeah. know, in 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 the state house, and I would I would pay money. The rant you just went on. 
Yeah. You know, when you get hyped up and everybody's listening and we know it, you know, I'd pay money to see you standing on the floor with that little microphone that is always distorted when they're talking. Wow. And it's got the hum. And there's Charlie. And let me tell you something else. Yeah, you know, you'd have a tough time quieting me down because, uh, you know, I've, I've certainly I've observed it enough years, many yeah. years and 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 frustrated when something like this happens and it seems like the, here's the obvious answer and we're going well we're gonna something groundbreaking and we need a study and they yeah. go on and on and on you don't need the study pretty simple cut spending you gotta cut spending until you cut spending but, you're not gonna have any resolution but really, you have such strong opinions you'd be a perfect fit we know you'd get elected easily which is going to lead us. Yeah, but I wouldn't, get, I wouldn't but, get along with anybody. But you, you know what happens. What happens to the lone you, Republican down there? Yeah, ask her. You can I was attest a, to this. I was, how I was, a, lonely, lone, I was how, a lonely man at times. How about the lone Republican in Burlington? The last Republican. Did I you know. shut the lights off on the way out? <laughs> I was the last one. You were the yeah, last yeah, one. When I first got elected to the council back in 1995, almost 30 years ago, there was five of us. Yeah. And then I was the last one standing, and now there's not even candidates running in the new North End where we used to control all the seats. Yeah. But, Charlie, so, and I don't want to ignore Pam here either. Oh, Pam's no, not no, gonna, please. But, no, we, Charlie, we have important uh, elections well, I know, coming first up. First, I want to ask, we're, we're but Charlie, we were here. talking about how you'd get elected easily if you decide to run for the legislature. Of course you would. But you had an opponent running against you for the for the select board. Yes. But you no longer do. What happened? Well, um, you, you'd have to ask uh, Pete Walsh. But he's quoted in the show called Yeah, Sister and I don't know Pete personally. Uh, actually, uh, you know, Pete and I spoke before that story came out yesterday in the Colchester Sun. And, uh, you know, Pete talked with me about, uh, um, you know, our, our beliefs and what we both want for Colchester. And uh, after that conversation, he apparently felt that uh, we agreed enough that uh, there was no need for him to run. And, in fact... He, he told me that he didn't really realize that there, he thought there was an open seat. He didn't realize he was, he was challenging me and running against me, and he didn't want to run against me. I, I'm, I'm honored that uh, he, feel, he felt that way, although I did tell him, uh, if you're elected, I, I'd congratulate you and, and wish you all the best. I, I did not expect him to, to step out. He did, however, uh, step down. Yeah. And, of course, it's too late to remove his name from the yes. ballot. Those yeah. have been printed, so his name's on the ballot. But, right. he's, but he's essentially saying... I'm not running anymore. Yes. Yeah. So so you're going to be the next select board member. I think you were going to be anyway because nobody's – let's be honest. Nobody's beating Charlie Papillo, Pam, are they? I, I, I hope not. Well, I hope not. I don't know, Kurt. You've made some predictions before that. <laughs> so don't, don't go there. <laughs> I never was predicting myself. I was always worried when I was running. And Pam's also running for re-election. Now, hers is a three-year term. Mine is a two-year term. And, of course, Are uh, you unopposed, Pam? I'm, I'm running unopposed, yes. Oh, well, things I, seem to be going pretty well in Colchester in contrast to a lot of other places in Chittenden County. So that speaks well uh, of both of you They're running unopposed. Well, and it, and it speaks well of, of our select board. Uh, you know, I don't take credit solely for anything that's happened in the last year or the last, uh, uh, my last term. It's, it's all, it's a group effort. And I got to say, you know, we all get along very well. We have great leadership in our uh, deputy town manager and town manager Renee Marshall and and Aaron Frank. Um, they put together a fantastic budget. You know, we can talk a little bit more about the budget coming let's up. Let's get in the next into segment. that when we get yeah. back from the break. But Charlie, yeah. let's get another caller to him before we hit the seven thirty sure. break. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning. I have a message for Charlie. Yes. Um, step up. Step up to the state level, and we'll let you be Mo. 
Yeah, I can be Mo. <laughs> Charlie is Mo. <laughs> yeah. Mo kind of was the leader, wasn't he? I mean, yeah. yeah, I can was. be Mo. I'll go down See, there. We're, we're going to start a grunge. I'll go right, I'll go right up to Phil Baruf. Uh, pick out two. Boom. <laughs> See, we're going to start a grunge swell, Charlie, for you here. There's going to be people asking you to go to the legislature now, Charlie. Yeah. Well, they can ask. I'm not going. Let's go back to the phones. We'll All because he's afraid of his wife. <laughs> <laughs> one quick call before break. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Oh, I really hated to hear Charlie Papillo say they can ask, but I'm not going. I, I really wish you would do it, Charlie. There's such a you thing see? called name recognition, and we need your voice on the state level. Well, I don't uh, care if you're the lone well, one. Well, how about just shoot right Come for, on, Charlie. How about, you wait can do this. How about this? Bypass the legislature and go right for governor. <laughs> governor? <laughs> or, or lieutenant governor. That's not a bad game. Oh, man. From the frying pan into yeah. the fire. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the lieutenant governor, how interesting is this? You know, and we've known David for a long time. I have longer hair than David now. I noticed that. You know, what's he doing? He's grooming himself for, you know, he's got the new glasses. No, that's not what the it short, is. The short it's, haircut. It's, it's, it's and I know you're listening, David. Come on. No, we it, missed the ponytail. But that's not what it is. He's going bald on the top. Ooh. So he can't grow the ponytail like that anymore. You're not going to have a ponytail and be bald on the top. Well, there's some guys that do that. Yeah, it wouldn't look good. No, I didn't say it would. <laughs> All right, well, we, we, are, uh, we are coming back, and uh, we're going to check in with Fox News. Amanda's got the headlines. We've got the Max Advantage forecast from uh, Channel 3 News, uh, Gary Sadowski. And uh, we'll be back, and we are going to talk about Colchester and, and the re-election and stuff at St. Albans. You're listening to Kurt and Anthony on The Morning Drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620. WVMT. Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here on this Thursday morning, and we're continuing our discussion with the great Charlie Papillo and the great Pam Loringer. Loringer. I'm going to get this right yet before this day's over. Yeah. Let's start because obviously we focused a lot on Charlie. Let's, Pam, tell us what's going on in Colchester. What's what's give us some good stuff out of Colchester? Well, of course, the great news is is if you uh, drive down Blakely Road and if you're headed towards the bay and you look to your right, you will see the construction of the rec center, which is long awaited, our multi generational recreational center, which has something for everybody. And so we're so excited to see that moving along. And then this summer we'll start moving forward with the uh, Mallet Bay Sewer, another long awaited project. Both two hard fought projects and. The voters approved them, and we'll be moving forward. On and both the sewer of those. project took a couple of votes, right? Yes, yes it did. Yeah, it did. The first one time it was rejected, yeah, and and it was remanded actually back to the planning commission when I was on the planning commissioner's chair, and we did an exhaustive study where we did a review and invited the public in to look at the options, what was the best solution for Colchester for wastewater, and ultimately it was the sewer line. And when will the the uh, new rec center be completed? When when does it start? When will it be completed? We're looking to the spring of next year, yeah. but boy, they're they are going great guns over there. Well, we've had so great exciting. weather. Yeah, yep. you know, much of the uh, the structure is up. Uh, the Dick Mazza Drive sign was up there. immediately. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you yeah. Go. as soon as we passed it, it went up the next Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Tell yeah. us exactly where it is. It's going to be again, right across from Laker Lane. If you go into the uh, the high school, you look directly across, and you'll see the uh, the roadway going going in there. And uh, so now, and how will it work? Can anybody join if they want to? Sure. 
So if I want to come the, over the, the culture, absolutely, right. yeah, there's yeah. a membership fee. But there's yeah, an excise fee for all Burlington residents, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Can I can I get a discount? <laughs> we don't, we don't want your kind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to talk to our Sorry. operations manager about that. Stay away any derelicts from Burlington, and that means you, Kurt. <laughs> Although. You can find in positive addiction uh, uh, in recreation a new path. So there you go. Exactly. Now you also have you have a pretty new police chief, right? Yes, we do. Yeah, Pete Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, just a sworn in. Uh, you know, within the last couple of months, uh, you just uh, recently interviewed him. Yeah, yeah, I did him on the, on my radio program, uh, um, and uh, you know Doug Allen, who was thirty plus years. Oh, yes. uh, uh, he just retired. Uh, we lost our deputy chief as well. We've had a lot of uh, uh, attrition, you know, people retiring just because of age. Uh, and like all police uh, agencies, are, we're, we're suffering from, you know, lack of uh, uh, incoming. Uh, you know, we, we, we're looking to get more. We have some open positions there. Uh, Colchester, if you're listening, Colchester is a great place to work. You know, talk with any of the officers that are there. They get the support of the community. They get the support of the select board. It's a great place to work. In fact, I think there's even some sign-on bonuses happening right there now. There are. The signs are up around, and we recruit actively. And um, over the years, we, there was attrition due to a- aging out. And this yeah. happens. But because of the program, Jen Morrison firmly believed our police chief prior to Doug Allen Let's promote and nurture from within, and we do, and we encourage them to stay within the department and work their way up the ranks and prove positive with Pete Hall, who is turning out to be a great chief. Yeah, 30 years there already, right? Yes, yeah. yep. And, Charlie, you and I did things opposite. I was in politics for a long time in the legislature and in the city council in Burlington I know. and then went to the radio. Yeah. You <laughs> went from radio for a long, long, long time into politics. Yeah. How are you finding it so far? Are well, you enjoying it? Is it everything you thought it would be? I am enjoying or it. Or are you turning into what Dave Zuckerman said, a big spending liberal? <laughs> never, never. <laughs> well, and I have to give uh, uh, you know kudos to my friend, uh, Senator Mazza, who urged me to... Uh, to go for the open spot, uh, you know, he said, you know, you've been on the radio for years and you're always criticizing and you're, you know, you're looking at things and, you know, go ahead and do something besides just, you know, running your mouth all the time. So uh, I, I applied, I was appointed and then uh, ran for election and I'm in and I'm enjoying it. I love it. Uh, it keeps you engaged. You know what's going on in the community. And more than anything, uh, I have a great people, uh, you know, great group of people that I work with, my fellow select board members, as well as uh, all of the, the members of, of, of the administration. We get along. It's a great, uh, it's a great opportunity to learn and to, to do things for your community. Pam, what's it like working with Charlie? Well, I was, I was just going to say one of the great uh, things that Charlie brings to the table, as as do our other members. Uh, uh, Tom Mulcahy is our vice chair. Jackie Murphy is not is our clerk, and she's on the CCRPC. She's all our representative there, and Maureen Dakin. But he, as they say, inquiring minds want to know. Charlie looks into the issue. He investigates. He has an open mind, and. He, um, he brings a lot to the table in terms of that common sense perspective, and we, we and, appreciate his candor. And then at the end of the day, he votes for every spending bill that comes <laughs> oh, up. That's, <laughs> that's, what Dave, that's what Dave Zuckerman said. <laughs> no, no, okay, let's, let's talk about taxes and let's talk about Colchester because I'm, I'm proud of the record that Colchester has uh, on the municipal side. Now, I'm not talking about anything Education. else. The, the municipal side, uh, our tax rate is 6.7%. Five percent higher than ten years ago, despite adding fifteen public safety positions. So we're doing something right in Colchester uh, this time around. A three hundred thousand dollar home and 
and I always appreciate you. I don't, you know, we just always knock when, when they dig, you know, give a tax rate. They say, well, a home, you know, a hundred thousand dollar home. And Ernie and I would say, find me the home for a hundred thousand dollars. But I guess it's, you know, you can kind of interpolate it. But a three hundred thousand dollar home, you're looking at an eighty four dollar increase. And in fact, that's less than last year. Last year, it was a $105 increase. So we're keeping spending down. We're adding more and more positions. You know, uh, IT needs to be bolstered up. You know, public safety needs to be bolstered up. And we're doing all of that, and we're doing it in keeping taxes down. Charlie, uh, we've got a call we're going to go to in just a second. Hold on one second. Charlie, how about... You move back to Burlington. We could use your help on the Burlington City Council. <laughs> no, Both you and Pam. No, yeah. we're keeping them. We're they, keeping them. They wouldn't him. let us there. You <laughs> know <right>. that. <laughs> <laughs> we could use you. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Uh, yes, good morning, uh, uh, Charlie. And I'm sorry I didn't catch the other guest's name. Pam. Loringer. Pam. <laughs> yes, good morning. Uh, I just want to call and complain because uh, Colchester is not keeping up with Burlington in any way. You don't have, um, you don't have homeless encampments. Um, I don't see any needles on your streets when I drive through your town. I don't see lazy, filthy bums lying along the side of the road. You've got to catch up, guys. No panhandlers. I'm very disappointed. Yeah. Well, that's that's one area that we do not want to be number one, and we do not want to compete uh, with Burlington. Charlie, what's happened? I mean, obviously, I've lived in Burlington yeah. for 40-plus years, and I've served on the council, et cetera. But what do you think has happened in your old hometown? You grew up in Burlington. Boy. And let's talk about you grew up. You were telling me. I did not know this until yeah. you told me during the break and before you came in that you grew up in a house yeah. right next to Decker Towers. Yeah. Which has turned into a war zone. 218 St. Paul Street, uh, that home, I lived there for the first 11 years of, of my life. Uh, when my father passed away, we, we moved uh, to Pine Street. So I've always lived in that area. And every time I hear a story about a shooting on King Street or you know things that are happening on Maple Street, I go, that's my neighborhood. I grew up there. There were families there. And it's not the same anymore. And, and what's happening at Decker Towers... Uh, my aunt lived in that in that building. I mean, I can't believe what's happening there. It's it is really truly like a war zone. It is it's, a war it's, zone. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. I'm I, I kind of half expected it's going to get national a national story at some point because people living in the stairwells, yeah. homeless people, drug dealers all over the place. It's a dangerous situation. They just had somebody in there who has a violent record. A serial car thief, uh, but also when the police tried to contain him, they had to pepper spray him because yeah. they couldn't contain him on their own without right. doing it. And it's going to get more dangerous because, as you know, uh, you know, community members are taking it upon themselves to right. create, yeah. uh, you know, safety uh, neighborhood uh, watch inside the building. Yeah, and That's scary. you know, sometimes uh, those things go as they say, awry. Mm -hmm. It's a scary situation, without a doubt. All right, well, we're going to take a two-minute break, and then we'll be back to continue the conversation. The McKenzie Country Classic Hot. You're listening to Kurt and Anthony on The Morning Drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620. WVMT. More cowbell, please. We are back on The Morning Drive with Charlie <laughs> Papillo and Pam Loringer. You got it. You I got, got it. it. Twice, so in, twice in a row now. I got it, Pam. Back at twice in a row here. All right. So, um, let, uh, Charlie, what uh, what else is what else is going on in Colchester besides what we just talked about? Anything else that you want to talk about before? We've got well, a few minutes left. Like here. I said, uh, you know, I, I would urge people to get out and vote, uh, support the, our municipal budget, uh, and and thanks for all of the support in the past. You know, thanks to their support, we've got a sewer system. 
That's uh, going to be starting uh, very shortly. We've got the, the rec center that's going to be open uh, hopefully next year. We'll have that up and running. So uh, a lot, uh, you know, a lot happening. And, uh, you know, thanks to our voter support, those things will continue to happen. But nothing big controversial on the ballot this year. I mean, obviously no, the, no, sewer, the no. sewer ballot item yeah. per, uh, did have some controversy from yeah. a couple of years ago. and yeah. didn't pass, then came back and got it. Well, uh, but, well, of course, you know, we don't know what's going to happen on the school side of things. Uh, and much of that's being hashed out in uh, in Montpelier right now. So um, that could change not only in our community, but other communities as well. Would you, if you had legislators ear right now, or the whole legislature, yeah. what, what message would you give them from Colchester in regard to property taxes? You, you need to... You need to cut spending. Cut spending. It, it's, as, it's as simple as that. We don't need uh, studies, uh, as I mentioned before. We don't need anything groundbreaking. It's pretty simple. You cut spending and you bring property taxes down. And it can't continue to go at this level. It's unsustainable. It's absolute, And it's reached that point where it is unsustainable. Yeah. Do you both hear from people in Colchester, since you're in elected positions, about the cost of education? I don't think that we hear so much on the education side, but right. we, you know we're intent on providing municipal services of what the taxpayer can afford, and we continue to deliver that. Um, um, Amy Miner does an incredible job as our superintendent, and I don't um, envy her a bit the position that she's in, having to to balance these unfunded mandates that come down from the state and ask her to jump through hoops that um, we know are, as Charlie says, unsustainable. I don't know why they are bent down there on making the simple so complex. Can I ask a question? Um, and I'm, I'm I'm obsessed with what happens in committee now. Yeah. Obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Have you or anybody from Colchester been invited to testify in any of the committees uh, pertaining to any 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 legislation this year? Uh, I believe Kathy and LaRose, our planning director, has been down to talk about it. As you know, we haven't even touched on this, but there are a lot of changes coming up in, in Act 250 world, land use planning, and I believe she's been down to testify. Because on, I on find that, that the, the, what it looks like to me is the, the cities or towns that are managed well, like you manage, you, know, you mm-hmm. talk about the, the you, you just renegotiate every year and you're yeah. managed well. Right. I find that those towns don't get invited as much to Montpelier <laughs> as the ones that are going too good with those guys. Money. <laughs> And I just, I just, that's why I was curious. It's good to hear. Well, that, we're uh, not a squeaky wheel because we provide our own grease. Well, there you go. <laughs> How do you guys handle your elections? In Burlington, everybody gets mailed a ballot. Although, if you're if you're voting early, you have to you, request. You have to request. You have to request. Okay, and so yeah. in Colchester, yes. you request it yes. if you want an absentee ballot. Yeah. Otherwise, you go to the polls on election Correct. day, yeah. or you can and go to the town clerk's office now. Yes. That's the, that's the way it should yes. be in my absolutely. Opinion. Yeah. Yeah, you don't drive around with ballots in your car no. asking people to vote for you. Nor no. do we grab people by their lapels and drag them to the polls. Okay. Let, let me fill initiative. that out for you. I'll, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be happy to fill it out for you. Yeah, I, I hate the system where everybody gets mailed a ballot, even if they don't ask for one. Well, so. you just open it up for criticism. You know why do that? Yeah, you, know, you, you can argue oh. that nothing's happening, but you know why open why open that door? And then you know people can argue that well, you know what's happening here? Just don't do it. It's as simple as that. You want one, request it. They'll mail it to you. Then we know where the ballot's going. Exactly. Yeah, my brother's in Florida. He requested his. They mailed him. I was you know I was just with him, and uh, you know there's and his he ballot. didn't vote for you. I filled it out for him. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're driving by the town offices, swing in, and you can vote now. They'll happily provide a ballot for you. Yeah, you can just go in. Yeah, that's. I think a lot of people don't realize how easy it really is. Yeah. You know, Kurt, you mentioned you know what else is happening in Colchester, and I forgot to mention Pam. Uh, you know, we have two solar farms up and mm-hmm. running, and that's we're right. working on our third, third, which will make us basically energy independent uh, to the point where wow. 
We'll have some electricity that we can, you know, sell to... Sell to Burlington? Well, you know... <laughs> maybe, on the open know. market? No, no, <laughs> let's keep this on the down low, because if you compete with Burlington Electric, oh. there's going to be serious trouble. Okay, we're not doing gonna, that. That will <laughs> Put a hit out on you. Uh, let's grab a couple of calls for you. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. I heard about the nation uh, cell phone crisis here, where cell phones are down, so this is, to begin with, a cell phone test. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. We can oh, hear you. you. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Now, what we need to do here is get the real facts out about Charlie's competition that withdrew. Oh, he didn't withdrew. Charlie had him whacked. <laughs> <laughs> he will never be seen again. <laughs> now, don't start those yeah. <laughs> rumors, Dale. And by the way, Dale, the great prognosticator of uh, the WVMT morning show for many, many years. Oh, yeah. Dale, any predictions on oh. uh, Pam and my uh, run for it, re-election? If you don't get this one right, Dale, you're done prognosticating. Well, there's a bigger problem I hung up on. Oh, you hung up on. I'm sorry, Dale. Whoops. Dale does make a lot of prognostications, <laughs> yes, but yeah. not always very good. No, I know. We have a whole list of Dale. It's, it's uh, why he... It's why he you keep a list of them? It's why he oh, yeah, loses money at the Saratoga racetrack <laughs> yeah. all the time. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Yeah, I want to tell you a story about the taxes uh, situation in Essex, but a quick question for Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Yeah. Where are the white women at? <laughs> that is uh, a line It's from, a blazing uh, saddle. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. One, of the, okay. one of the clips that uh, Ernie and I uh, played uh, numerous times. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I, and I had fun playing those clips. Yeah. So I had, a blazing saddles. Yeah. I don't think they could make that, that movie. No, anymore, they right? could not. No. You wouldn't, you could, there's a lot of movies Absolutely you could make, not. and blazing saddles Absolutely is one of them. Not. Do you mind if I just take a, a minute here? Because I, I have some important business to take care of, as you know. Um, yeah. WVMT was certainly instrumental in in the success of my uh, pizza papillo business. Yeah. So I only feel that it's right uh, now that uh, Deb and I, after 15 years, have decided to wrap it up. We're oh, not, really? We're I not heard going, that. We're not going forward this year. So I just feel that I should make that announcement here on WVMT uh, because you know Paul Goldman, who used to own this radio station, always took credit for the success. Uh, well, because I get a lot of free advertising. Well, so why? <laughs> why? Why? Why, why well, wrapping you know, it up? It's just, it's just it's time to do it. You know, I just want a little more time to myself. It was a summer business. Yeah. You no. know, Anthony oh, understands this more than anything. Anthony's in the food business. You get it. You know, people used to say, "Oh, you do one." How you hard know, can we, it be? We, and we cut it down last year. We did like one a week. You know, we used to do three, sometimes yeah. four times a week. Man, I don't have that anymore. Uh, and and then we we cut it down to once a week, and people go, oh, just once a week, yeah. You got three or four days of prep right. leading I, up to it, and then the day that you're actually doing it, it's a twelve hour day. No, and I you're totally in front of that. I oven. totally yeah. get that, Charlie. But here's the thing, yeah. You have more time on your hands now to run for legislature. Listen, listen, everybody out there, all you have to do is convince his wife yeah. to let him run. Yeah. Yeah. It's in yes. the wintertime only, Charlie. Send your checks to 72 Creek Glen, <laughs> <laughs> made out to Deb Papillo. Yes. Wouldn't it be great to have Charlie in the house? Oh, my God. Oh, it would be hysterical. He's, he's rolling around his head uh, right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, think There'd about it. There'd be some trouble down there. So there's solutions <laughs> there, to healthcare. There, there would be some trouble down there. You realize there. that this body, uh, a majority of them, not everybody, yeah. their solution to healthcare was last year to give themselves free healthcare because yeah, right. they couldn't afford it. Yeah. Not to address it for the rest of the citizens you, of the state. You know, you, you can't imagine how many times I thought, geez, I wish I was doing a morning show again because, <laughs> because they just, they alley-oop the stuff to you. Yeah. First day of the legislature, and they're, they're talking about voting themselves a raise. Oh. Yeah. And going full-time, full-time pay, health benefits, it's like, you can't write this stuff. And they, had to, finally, they had to finally jettison it because they finally realized, at least people with some, <laughs> some sanity said, and the leadership said, uh, maybe not a good time that we're looking at a 20% property tax for yeah. us to be doubling or even giving ourselves a 50% pay raise. What are you guys thinking? So again, it's Mo, Curly, and Larry le- oh. leading the masses in Montpelier. Hey, Charlie, before we go, you yeah. know what I want to ask you about yeah. is, because uh, obviously you were in media 20 years, Stuart Ledbetter, yeah. we had him on the show, you had him on yours. Yeah. Uh, um, talk about Stuart a little bit, because one of the things he said, which I, I asked him about on the show, which was, I said, what do you think about the national media now? Yeah. And he said, I said, you know, the way they've covered politics has really got a lot of people not trusting the media yes. anymore. And he said they've brought it on themselves. Yeah. What do you talk about Stuart a well, little bit in the know, national media? First thing I got to say about Stuart, and, and, and I was honored that he would even, you know, join me on my radio program. Uh, when I, I sent him an email, immediately heard back from him, and he came on and did the show with me. And it was like, you know, great to see you again. Obviously, we passed, uh, you know, crossed paths multiple times. Uh, the one thing that really struck me for me uh and you know maybe i just kind of focus on that uh, you know signing off I, i've because i could relate to what he was doing you know i did it you know five years ago having to sign off after you know being in the public uh, limelight for so many years and in some ways it's difficult to step away so i could relate to him in doing that i watched his sign off on on nbc5 and it was nothing but a class act yeah when he thanked everybody and he realized that uh, you know, he wouldn't be where he is without the public's liking him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and you know, I felt the same way. I mean, they, you have to get along with everybody. Uh, he was well respected, obviously. The legislature, uh, you know, gave him a standing ovation. He was down there, gave him a standing O. Uh, Ended just, up being the longest serving host of Vermont this week, longer than Jack Barry, yeah, or Chris Graff. Um, so yeah, I, I I feel great for him. He had a great but style. I, hate, I hated seeing yeah. him leave. Yeah, and, and you know the same thing when people said to me, "It's like you're too young." You know, he's same age as I was when I retired. He's 62 years old, but he's got a lot in front of him. Uh, and and you're not that's you're not gonna that's not the last you've seen of him. It wasn't the last you see of me. I mean, I'm still out. I did a video series for for a couple of years. You know, still doing some radio on another radio station. <laughs> <laughs> but um um. That's not, and you've got this huge political career. Ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want. We're out of time, but I want to encourage everybody: send no. notes and letters, telegrams, no. whatever you want to do, emails to Charlie Papillo, and ask him to run for the legislature. We need him in Montpelier. If it were that simple, I would go. It's not that it, simple. No, it's not. It's not it, that simple. We, 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 you need a wave down there. You don't need one person. You need a well, wave. Well, you can start. Yeah, but it's got to right. start somewhere, Charlie. Right. It's got to start somewhere. You want to come with me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I had my day. <laughs> All again, right. Again, thanks, guys, for having me. I love yes. coming here. You know, it's a different building, but it's the same frequency. I feel like I'm home. Yep, yeah, absolutely. We love having you here. That's the great Charlie Papillo and the great Pam Loringer. Yay! Yeah. Three times in a row. Pam, thanks. Yeah, thank you.
Get All out right. and vote. We'll yes. see you at the store. <laughs> yes, bad. indeed. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we've got to check in with ABC News. Amanda's got the headlines. We've got the Max Advantage forecast from Channel 3. And then we'll be back. We're going to talk with Jane Nodell. It's going to be a great conversation right here on News Talk WVMT.